Welcome to Sparks and Recreation, your source for info on community events, meta-analysis, and everything Hero Realms. Part of the Realms Rising Network. All right, everybody, welcome to part two of episode 21 of Sparks and Recreation. We're going to jump right into it with the Dungeon Imperial previews. We have been going through each of the factions for the dungeons, uh, the new dungeon set and previewing the cards. Uh, let's just say right off the top here that these are beta versions of the cards. What you see and hear us talking about now will probably be changed a little bit by the time they hit retail. So just to get that uh, disclaimer out of the way. All right, boys, let's jump into this. We know the routine. Uh, let's just, we're going to start with the uh, low cost and move our way up to the uh, highest cost as we go through these previews. Okay, I'll start things out with the one cost action Inquisitor's Touch. Not much to talk about here. It's a four healing action with a faction ability of three gold the three economy which is actually extremely powerful if you are um, factioning this with other cards four healing and three gold is a big boon um, especially with this dungeon set a lot of times i think in the base that we thought about uh high economy cards is not that valuable out after the opening of the game but as we're seeing in dungeons getting lots of economy can be really helpful even in the late game so if you're going Imperial and you can faction this, it's a pretty good card, I think. Uh, that said, it's still you know a one-cost situational card that only unlocks when it factions. So I'm going to give it just kind of like a, probably just a solid C plus, I think. That's my grade on it. What do you guys think about Inquisitor's Touch? So I I like this card for, for a one-cost to get like four healing, like, we don't have really a whole lot of you just get healing cards. Like they're normally you get a little bit of economy and healing or you get economy and you got to fashion it to heal and whatever. This is just straight up healing. And I like that. Like if I'm playing a wizard, I'm, I'm loving this card. If I, I mean, and a lot of other classes too, like uh, I buy this a lot as a fighter off, uh, honestly, just, just because they they need the healing nowadays. The games go a little longer with dungeons. I think maybe they don't, but they feel like they go longer. And so, and if you have one extra gold left, it's a it's not a bad right target, right. Especially, especially if you're in it. Well, and like you said, the 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 faction ability for three gold really unlocks the card. So I'm I'm gonna give this a B. I like this card, but I I don't think it's like amazing. But at one cost, I think it's really good for the cost. Yeah. But so Chris, what do you think? Yeah, I want to continue to kind of give praise to all the one cost actions that they put in the set. They found a way to make them really interesting in a way that uh, it almost feels like, you know, your, your profit and taxation almost aren't, if, you know, just to, and again, maybe that's just because they're new or whatever, but like Inquisitor's Touch, I have to really think about, you know, if I'm going to buy it or not, or if it's going to be good. Again, you know, you guys mentioned wizard or if you're, I, I love, I've taken it in a fighter mirror. I think it's great there. Mm -hmm. um, overall, it's like situational enough 
but with potential for upside enough that I, I would drop it in at a C plus as well, like you did, Jig. Um, I, I think there's going to be a lot of times where you go fire gem over it, but there's other times where it can be really good. Yeah, I think it's also interesting. You have to think about whether you want your opponent to get it. Uh, yeah, you might there might be situations where even if you don't really want it, you don't definitely don't want your opponent to get it. That might be one of the reasons why you get it. But uh, for example, again, you don't want a wizard See, to get this. I, probably. I I only I only gave it as high of a grade as I gave it because it cost one. I think the value for that, it is no part the cost of performance. Here. No, I'm I. Yeah, I really can't argue with anything you said there. I'm just going a little bit lower. No, C plus. I, know, I get it. Mainly, mainly guys, because some of the cards in this faction are so insane that I'm saving all my all your <laughs> grades for those. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I got to I got to protect the curve. Yeah. Go ahead, Tim. You're up next. Um, one thing I want to say before I get into the next card, because this next card has it on it. You were talking about the economy in late game being a, a a bigger thing and i think a big reason for that is the acquired to the bottom of the deck mechanic the fact that you you'll want to buy those cards and get them to the bottom of your deck late game and and that can make a huge difference and so our next one up is the two cost champion imperial tunneler which uh you expend for two combat it factions for one gold and it is a three defense non-guard but it does have the when you acquire this card, put it on the bottom of your deck. Um, I don't really like this card that much, unless I'm going pretty deeply into Imperial. And then it's not amazing, but it's going to be triggering the factions on my other cards. Mm-hmm. And then I like it more as like enabling the rest of my deck. But like in and of itself, yeah. not a big fan. I'll give it like a C minus. I'll just hop in because, you know, you, I, I agree completely with everything you said. I view it as like an enabler. There's nothing about this card that makes me want to take it on its own or move into Imperial. Mm-hmm. It's not that kind of card. It's like, you know, based off of where you're already at, you you might consider taking it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I haven't found myself buying it a lot. And uh, so, yeah, that's where I'm at with it. C minus. How about you, Jig? Uh. Yeah, C minus. I'm gonna just give it, but I'm gonna give it a C, and here's why. <laughs> the acquired to the bottom of your deck mechanic is okay. great, as you guys said. It's so, uh, by itself, it's not gonna be great, but if you can use it to uh, either faction this turn with something like the wizard, where you can buy it and then draw it mm-hmm. immediately after, or set up your next turn where you know you have other imperials yep. that are gonna line up with it, it's great. That's what it's good for. And there's situations where it can really come in handy. So that I'll give it a C for those. But and by itself, it's it's not great. Underwhelming. I, I ha- yeah, I have found like when playing a cleric, it's a nice addition to a champion wall when you already kind of have that established. So it's not it's yeah. not necessarily like a cornerstone of it or anything where you're like, I'm gonna get this and whatever but like but it's great for factioning right yeah because a especially with cleric opponents aren't going to really target this guy first he's right threat. they're not going to especially if he's beefed up he'll probably say, stay out there for a while which means you're going to have a better chance to and, faction your other imperials and, and one thing i do want to point out like as a cleric your minor res will get a card of two gold or less and you could yeah. minor res like this and it's two damage instead of one for your followers so like that if you haven't used it sometimes. 
or maybe you it can make a difference. You know, maybe you that extra little damage. Yeah, um, I will say the artwork on the Imperial Tunner is fantastic. Uh-huh. He's got an awesome hat with a chin strap on it, and, and I, I love his armor uh, too. Yeah. That, yeah, just great armor. Also, we forgot to mention the Inquisitor's touch art, but you see these uh, Imperial champions in multiple cards throughout this fashion, which is awesome. You see the uh, pack dragon, the inquisitor, and I think that's uh, what's his name. Uh, it's either Leandra or uh, Roland. Leandra's the lady. Roland has dark Roland. hair, so it's not Roland. Oh no. oh no, it's Leandra then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think it is Commander Leandra and the Inquisitor's touch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the tunneler you'll see in other action shots as well. It's really cool how you can see these mm-hmm. kind of bands of groups together in different it almost, it's, it's almost like the art director planned to tie the set together, right? <laughs> yeah. I, and well done. I know yeah. we've called it out across all the, all the uh, colors, but for Imperial, it just seems to like stick out even more how the characters are mm. uh, across them all. It's like there's this this party, this group of like, you know, four or five individuals that are, maybe they're the ones like exploring dungeons and like trying to take the stuff. That's kind of how I've been picturing it. They're the ones like trying to adventure in the dungeons and and the other colors are like inhabiting them. Yeah. And it is hero realms. Dungeons is the name of the set. So having a tunneler in the dungeon makes sense, Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I I know pirates right, right now in the, in the beta, the Inquisitor's Touch, that that art is on another card as well in the beta that we'll get to here in a little bit. So I'm not sure which one it <laughs> goes with. I, I think it, this is the right one. I, I think, think so. The Arcane Explosive is the one that we're going to see in the artwork. I think so, too. Okay. All right. We spent way too much time on just the Imperial <laughs> Tunneler, but he... For that, <laughs> I don't right. care. Yeah. Well, I'll uh, kick it off with the two-cost action then called Make Camp, which is, again, featuring uh, many of our Imperial friends. The primary ability on it is two gold and two health, and it factions for three combat. So we're getting a little bit of everything with this card, especially if we're factioning it. Um, I have been pretty happy with this card. Basically, you know, I look at it as like, am I going to buy a fire gem or this. And if I want the healing or care about Imperial, then I'm happy to snatch this up. Otherwise I'll go fire gem. Um, it's got some parallels to recruit, obviously some differences and stuff. I kind of, you know, it feels like a well-designed card because of that to me, since it's not like one is straight up better than the other, but there's some, you know, considerations to be made. All that being said, I'm having a hard time narrowing down a grade on this one. It doesn't, it's not super powerful, but it's a good kind of way to start off your deck. I think I want to go B minus here. What do you guys think of that take on make camp? Mm, I'm going to disagree with you here a little bit, just because I really like it. Uh, I've been playing disclaimer in my limited dungeons play. I still haven't been playing that much. I've been mainly playing wizard and, and cleric. Those are the two classes I've been playing the most. I've been playing a little bit of everything, but mostly those. Wizards love this card. This is an awesome wizard card. Uh, if Even if you can't faction it, it's awesome. If you can, it becomes like a solid A card, I think. Uh, if you're getting two, two, and three, two gold, two healing, and three, three for, two, for a two-cost card, that's just insanely good, and it's an action. That said, 
you do need to faction it to unlock its true potential. But even without that, it can really help wizards um, get going. I'm going to give it a... Chris, what'd you say? B minus. B minus? Yeah, which I think is a respectable grade. No, no, yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm going to go a little bit higher. I was going to say B plus, but that might be a little too high. I'll just give it a solid B, I think. Borderline B plus, though. It's really good. It's a really good card. Again, I'm saving my big grades for the other card. (laughs) Tim, what do you think about me? Um... I think I'm going to agree with Dubs here. I'm going to give it a B minus. I think um, it's definitely a very solid two cost card, especially when you're factioning it. And like you said, with a wizard, I love this card. This is this is like when you would get recruit, you know, like only better. <laughs> so yeah. it's a uh, it's really solid. Uh, there's three of them in the set so yeah cool art i mean we're gonna oh, say no. that for every card right <laughs> but yeah I, I think a b minus is a good grade for it awesome. with, with the potential one you faction uh faction it often it's gonna get a lot better yeah and just so you know it's the inquisitor leandra the minstrel and, and the pack dragon sitting around a campfire i i song. saw this screenshot and i want to say in the game it's actually three gold and two healing so this is an older screenshot that has changed. Okay. So and that three that makes it better. Changed. I was like, that doesn't seem quite right. I thought that one of those was a three, and I just I just logged in to see that. And uh, yes, it is. That's a really good call three out. I think I would I'd probably pretty easily change my grade. And now that you mention it, I <laughs> I'm having like, yeah, is it is it that way? I might be willing to bring this one up to a B when if it's three gold. I'm going B plus. Yeah, yeah, sorry. And we'll change the artwork for this too when we publish. We'll, we'll change the screenshot because uh, this yeah. has obviously changed in just the last couple of weeks. Okay. But this is part of the beta process. They're going to be adjusting cards like this a lot, I think. For sure. Um, I'm surprised they beefed this up though because it's already good. <laughs> they just yeah. made it a lot better. by at, at three gold and two healing, I think I would probably bump it up to a B as well. It's a solid B. Yeah. I'm going B plus. <laughs> um, I think we... It's interesting too to see that they're um, boosting it a little bit. That it shows they want to kind of speed things up. They want to increase the economy curve. Yeah. They want you to be able to buy good cards and stuff with it. I think so. That's probably, it's intentional, obviously. All right, cool. Let's go on uh, to the three cost level. It's an action card called Light the Way. Uh, this is an incredible card. Again, we have our band of imperial heroes led by Roland the. Uh, the, the tunneler right behind him and some other peeps. The Inquisitor. Um, <laughs> the Inquisitor. And then it looks like dudes. Two just normal dudes. <laughs> just two knights or something behind them. But anyway. Man at arms, right? That gives... oh, there you go. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Uh, it gives three damage. Heals for three. And for each champion you have in play, it gives plus two damage and plus two healing. So, oh my obviously, God. you can see the potential <laughs> for this card is like through the freaking roof, especially for clerics or if you're going champ heavy and, and with whatever class you're, you're playing with. Uh, this is an incredible card. Even if, you, if you're if you not heavy into champions, mm-hmm. this is a great card for three cost. Mm-hmm. Um Wizards love this card because you start a you start with a cat. So if you time it right, you can you're going to get five five from this if your cat's out or if you play it on the same turn with your cat, uh, which is just insanely good. Um, 
it starts out awesome and it scales to like incredible levels. All right. I'm going to give this an A minus. This is my first A of, of the cast. I might be overreacting a little bit, but the potential for this is off the charts. No, I, I agree. This, uh, this, this card is great. Um, what rally is it rally the troops that's a four cost and and does yep. is it four four damage four healing or is it five five, five. yeah so it's a little less but with the potential for a higher ceiling and it costs one less oh man like i this is almost an auto buy for me regardless of what character i'm playing who i'm playing against if i see it out there i don't want my opponent to get this so i'm buying it and I want it. So, uh, uh-huh. but even even without any champions, three damage and three healing is pretty solid. So, uh, I would I would give this an A minus as well. Yeah, I'm willing to go A minus here um, for all the reasons you guys said. It's you know, um, it's just awesome. I just think about all the times I worked so hard to faction close ranks, and this card's like, no, nah, just have it. Just have the life. Like, what the yeah. heck <laughs> like all the time yeah. i'm like yeah you, you try so hard to faction that close rank so that you can deal a bunch of damage and gain the health and this card's like no oh, we'll give you that and we'll survive and more. another turn yeah, yeah. so yeah yeah that's great it's good i just want to say too the these lower cost cards are all uh purchasable by the ship in the bottle so you can yeah. sacrifice ship in the bottle and get free this, so like, i you see this turn one as a wizard it's like off to the races not that wizard was bad before but like they they were they were fine before but you're kind of stuck in one play style like i found in this set like a bunch of wizard builds are viable because of stuff like that because of the healing yeah Yeah, because of the healing and yeah and and the strong economy and well the healing in the set right it's not they didn't give the wizard more healing but they gave us a bunch of cards with more healing which is effectively the same thing yeah yeah Yeah, the wizard's a lot of fun to pilot right now and unfortunately until the um i think the natural way to kind of we're bird walking a little bit i know but the natural way to um rein in the wizard is with the fighter and the fighter now is still fighter It's bad and until the fighter gets and which is a shame because the fighter can really decimate wizards now, especially with the knockdown ability. Uh, like, cause wizards can't hide behind champions anymore. Yeah. Against fighters. They need to find healing even more desperately now versus fighters, but fighters just have it rough anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Light the way. All of us gave it a minuses. Yeah. You can tell it's an awesome card. Yep. All right, Tim, take us, um, take us along. So, so the other three cost card is a champion. It is the inquisitor that uh, touched us earlier. Um, <laughs> it is a four defense non-guard champion and it's expendability is one gold or three healing. So you pick one or the other and it factions for two combat. So, uh, this is another one where I'm not super thrilled at it. Although the three healing is not bad. Like, mm-hmm. um, I definitely buy it at times. I know. And, and some of that may be me. Like I'm just buying cards and seeing how stuff works out at this point and seeing how stuff goes and trying to figure everything out. But, uh, I think I give this a C minus again with, with, Probably the exception that, like, if I need the healing, like, it's a pretty solid card to have because it 
it it's not a big threat to your opponent, so they'll leave it out a little more. So you might get that three healing a couple turns in a row. I was gonna go probably C on it, but I could be talked into C minus. I'm somewhere in that range. Yeah. Um you know, it, it's one of those role players again, where like you're you're not gonna just buy this card because it's good. You're gonna buy this card because something about it is like relevant to your game state, and because of that, it's contextual enough that I'm willing to give it a lower grade. Um, one tiny nitpick that I want to throw out there a little bit is to me, it feels like from a flavor perspective, the Inquisitor should heal for the same quantity of the Inquisitor's touch. Right, guys? Don't you think? Let's it's a small see. thing. Uh, it should heal for four, yeah. or the touch should heal for three. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, it's a it's a small, mostly joking nitpick. Uh, well, yeah, that's my thoughts on the card. How about you? I, I don't know. Yeah, interesting. At flavor standpoint, I feel like an Inquisitor should do some damage as their main ability or have that option because, like, yeah, you think of, like, the Spanish Inquisition and they're hurting people there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, they're torturing, so... True. Yeah, that's where my but mind also, goes. Anyway, I'd like to see a draw mechanic then, because then you're you're mm. searching. Inquisitors were searching and oh. questioning and doing stuff. Yeah. Anyways, but uh, she is what she is. Um, you went with C. You said C or C minus. Both of you guys. I said C minus. And I I and didn't agreed. I didn't commit. I waffled between the C to C minus gray area. Yeah, that's fair. I'm going to go closer. I'm going to say C to C plus, mainly just because from a wizard standpoint, mm-hmm. it's a good card to get. Um, a three, it costs Imperial card that can also heal you is well worth well worth the three for if you're playing as wizard. For other classes, it's probably not as good. Clerics probably like it just because they like uh, champs in general. But it's, yeah, I think a, I'm going to give it just a solid C, borderline C plus if you're uh, playing wizard. Sure. I, I think just like Thief and Ranger, though, Thief and Ranger are rarely going to buy this card. And Fighter yeah. is going to be in like a, a questionable if they're going to want it. I'm, so like, I'm not buying this as a fighter most of the time. Right. So that's three out of the five classes where you're like, pass, but whatever. And even as, a cl- even as a cleric, you're like, eh. If that's what's there, you're I'll get it. You're looking for other options yeah. first, though, for sure. Yeah. Even as cleric. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, Let's it, talk about wizard. Actually, might be the fit. It might be best for wizards, to be honest. I, I it probably is. Yeah. yeah. I'm jumping at the bit to talk about this next one, guys. Are we ready to discuss? No, our, you can't talk. It's a good one. You can't talk. <laughs> no. I'm stealing your card. Pilots. Oh, you would. <laughs> you would want to steal this one, Tim. I would. <laughs> this has got your name written all over it. All right. Arcane Explosives, an action for four economy to purchase it. It will give you seven combat as its primary ability. Boom. You may sacrifice it to draw a card and get two damage. And I'm not done yet. When and you that's acquire... not all. <laughs> yeah. And that's not all, folks. When you acquire this card, put it on the bottom of your deck. So 
Mm, the, so good. Yeah, the only complaint to have with regard to this card is that it's clearly using placeholder art, and it has the same artwork <laughs> as uh, Inquisitor's Touch. Because if uh, these are arcane explosives, I just it doesn't make any sense. They're, they're pretty lame explosives. <laughs> yeah, if that's like, what they are, right? Yeah. Hopefully, they got something good in store. I bet you they. It's got to be end up good. To I mean, I mean, I would steal the art from like Spark or something. If so, I were yeah, not yeah. Spark, it might be better. I don't know. Ignite or something. Yeah, lines. yeah. Anyways, something. Anyway. Um, high impact card it's great damage great rate that bottom decking is going to serve you well the sacrifice to draw a card and deal two, not to be underestimated as well there's going to be situations Mm -hmm. where that really comes together nicely for you so overall on on rate and everything um i'm gonna go a minus just because it's not totally over the top but i think it's uh it's a great card overall and give it an a minus all right that's well reasoned. I'm going to disagree with you a little bit and just give it a straight. <laughs> uh, it, it's not, again, it's not super tricksy, uh, uh, flashy, but if this isn't an A, it's what is like it's four cost for nine damage and it goes to the bottom of your deck when you buy it. That's just in all situations, it's good. Yeah. No matter what character class you're playing, you're going to buy it. If you have four gold, uh, if you have six gold and there's other options on the road, you're still probably going to buy this. Um, unless, you know, I, I, I'm struggling to think of a better cost six gold card. Uh, I'm sure there are, but it's, it'll take me a while to think. Well, I buy Rampage. My point is for, for the cost. I mean, I buy Rampage over this. Well, we, we don't the, have to go this, far The six that. cost action, I would probably buy over this yeah. from Imperial. <laughs> Um, yeah, the one that we're about to talk yeah. to later. Yeah, but anyway, my point is for f- the the cost performance for four. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it will never hurt you. You will buy it with any class. Uh, high damage. It's a good finisher card. Hopefully, it comes out with good artwork. Yeah. So I'm going to give it an A, temporary A, ba- uh, with a hold on the artwork. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, I, when I look at this card, I think of like uh, what is it? The the four cost the the how I'm thinking is dance dark energy and uh, hit the the hit job hit job because mm-hmm. they're they're both four cost seven damage. What I like about this is that it's got a sacrifice ability rather than a faction ability. So regardless of what the rest of my deck looks like, I can splash this card in and it fits. And it's going to the bottom of my deck. So I like it better than both of those cards unless. I were really heavy into that faction of like Necros or Guild for those two. Uh, then the, those might end up a little better over the course of a game. But like, I love this is like I can buy it at any time. Uh, the fact that it goes to the bottom of your deck and when you scrap it, you draw a card. It's such a great finishing card. Like you could buy this. It goes to the bottom of your deck. You get it. You're drawn. Oh, I'm going to give it an A. <laughs> yeah, I agree with I agree with Matt. It's 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 super solid. I I I do kind of disagree with your statement that you're going to buy this over six costers sometimes. Like, well, there, there, I mean, there's situations where you will, but like, mm, yeah, I'm going to buy it over a decent number of five cost cards. Probably. Okay, no, now here, let me let me explain why. Now, if I if I'm playing a wizard and I can buy this to the bottom of my deck and then use my remaining two gold to scry and draw it that yeah. same turn, 
that might even be better than buying a, a rampage. You know, that's going true. True. Now that what I just said is situational. I totally get it. Yes. But that's what I'm saying. Like there are times where this will be insane, much more good. tempting than some six, than some yes. six rosters. And it says a lot. And, and there are definitely situations where you would want to buy, like in that situation where you describe, I would buy this over rampage or whatever, you know, like, because it goes to the bottom and if you know you're going to be able to get it and then you can also sacrifice it, get a couple more damage and flip into your good stuff again, like, heck yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. Man. So this yeah. is a really good card. That's I think it's a solid A, like like 95%, you know, right in there. Solid yeah, a. yeah, me, yeah, me too. It's I didn't even hesitate. Uh, Chris, you're going to stick with A- minus, or you're going to submit to Wow, yeah, you guys are making it pretty difficult. Stick to your gun. <laughs> um, it's all right you know i'm gonna hold that artwork against it you know i'm gonna st- stand firm on the a minus until i see some badass arcane explosives okay fair enough all right well let's keep it moving on here now next we've got a four cost imperial champion her name is commander leandra no comma <laughs> she has an expendability for two damage and she factions for four damage, and she has uh, she's a four defense guard, so uh, pretty solid uh, kind of no frills mm-hmm. uh, imperial guard here. Um, for some situation, clerics would love this card, especially if you're if you got a couple other imperial cards to go in. Six damage mm-hmm. from a four cost um, champion is extremely high. That's very high damage output, but, but of course you need to faction it and it needs to survive long enough to, to do, to do that. But um, I like it. There's not a lot to say about it, right? It's just a damage card with, with defense. Uh, wizards like this a little bit. Clerics obviously like it beyond that. Maybe not much. I don't know, but home fighters, fighter games, home fighter for sure. Yeah. yeah fighters actually like guards, don't they? Yeah. If they have home, um, yeah. Yeah. Even if with that, I think in a fighter yeah. mirror, sometimes it can be good to get yep. guards. But, yep. Could be um, all right. I'm going to give this, you know, for the damage output potential, I'm going to give it a little bo- a boost and give it a C plus. Maybe borderline B minus if you're a, like a cleric. Uh, wizards might like it too sometimes, but anyway. Yeah. Um, C plus B minus. I really like the art on this. In the background, I just noticed it looks like there's like little skulls and stuff in the background, like skeletons and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's some super interesting art. So, and maybe that's why I like to buy this card is because it looks really cool. (laughs) Um, Cause for a four, for a four coster that does two damage, that's, that's not really that good for a champion. Honestly, it is a four guard, which is all right, but you really need to faction this for it to be worth anything. And so, I'm really kind of eh on it as a, like you said, as a cleric, I'm, I'm probably buying this card, um, but I'm buying about any champion I could buy as a cleric that that's somewhat decent. Right. And so, um, yeah, I think I'm trying to decide here on the, the specific grade. Uh, Cause I'm kind of waffling between like a C and a C plus. I think I'm going to go with a C just cause Two damage as its main ability is pretty weak for the cost, in my opinion. So I'll give it a C. But the art makes me kind of want to put it up there a little <laughs> higher. Yeah. Um, 
definitely feeling uh, what you guys are saying about Commander Leandra here. One thing that she reminds me of a little bit is like almost a mini dire wolf, right? Pretty, uh, I see a mm-hmm. lot of similarities to dire wolf here, where like that card, if you're not in green, you know, dire wolf's just okay, but you're not really drawn to it. And I see Commander Leandra a lot in the same way. Like, imagine if you just bought arcane explosives and Commander Leandra flips, and you're like, oh boy, <laughs> you know, or you already had light the way. Um, you know, so some of these big imperial damage cards if you can get her going along with that it can go it can go um kind of go off so i think all that together i would go c for commander leandra just because uh yeah if if you're only getting the base rate of the two combat for a four cost guard not that great but there's enough upside here that that's what i'd I'd rate this card at All right, let's keep them rolling. Tim, you're up next. All right, our next one is a five-cost action. It is called Prepare for Battle. Um, This gives you four gold and lets you prepare a target champion. Um, And then it has a sacrifice ability for four healing. Um, And this, again, has a, a bunch of characters in it, again, from the other Imperial cards, which is cool. Um. I what I really like about this card is that it's a big like economy bump that you can sacrifice later in the game, and so much like uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the wild card in the original set that does that. Nature's so bounty. Good. Yeah, nature's bounty. Much like that, it costs more, but it can also if you, if you have champions like I would say this is going to be better overall you know so mm, i want to i want to give this a a b i think i think that paying five to get four gold on a couple different turns is probably worth it and then the fact if you have any champions that's a bonus and then i can just scrap it out and get rid of it it's a solid way to boost your economy early game and get rid of stuff as you're trying to finish off and when you sacrifice it, it also helps you last a little longer in the game. So, yeah. What did I say for the grade? Did I say that yet? B. Yeah, I think a B. a B is a good grade for it. Matt, you look ready to jump in. What do you think, Chris? You want? No, you're right. uh, you're up next on the rotation. You go for it. Okay. Uh, well, so first of all, I love uh, prepare target champion being the primary ability of a card, right? Like that's so cool. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've seen that in any other spot yet. I mean, we see it in dungeons, but we haven't discussed it yet. And in the base set, it's only uh, faction ability. So really, you know, it's it's a really hard thing to pull off, and it's usually like you rally the troops, your Arcus, and you do awesome or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but prepare for battle really opens up a lot of really cool uh, potential with champions. And there's a lot of good champions in the set. So there's a lot of nice things going on there. It's like a almost see it as like a card that like leapfrogs you to a better mid game. You know, you're kind of making this big upfront purchase of five gold so that you can buff your economy. And really, I think if you're not getting the prepare target champion off of this, um, if that's not relevant to you and the row is not super expensive, I don't think it's a great card right Right. like um right you know 
uh, I had this when I was playing Wizard, and I scooped it up because I was like, oh, it's a econ producing action. It's going to be good. And like, I didn't get any champions that were awesome, and it just like wasn't that great for me. Um, <clears throat> that said, I think it's really awesome. One thing about the sacrifice ability, though, is that like, you know, you're you're using this econ, you're trying to prepare champions. Um, I feel like you're going to buy champions with that econ and then not going to want to sack it out late game because you're going to want to try to get some value out of that prepare. So I really feel like that sacrifice is, is only like a, a super emergency type uh, button that you end up pressing. So it's, it's nice to have it, but I've, I feel like I have only sacrificed it when it's been desperation and I've like lost anyways, but there's times it'll come up and be good. Um, all that's to say, I I want to rank it a B plus because I've had so much fun with it. But I think that like with the, the cost and, and how it plays out and stuff, I think I'm going to rein that into a B as well. So that's my uh, my thoughts on prepare for battle. OK, uh, yeah, you guys have tempered your you talked through it and tempered your grades well with it, I think. Uh, neither of you mentioned the artworks. So I'm going to do it now. We've got I did. Uh, Gabarius the Pack Dragon, Lumina, and Roland pictured on here. All champions. Roland, by the way, has his own prepare target champion ability. Yep. If you played this card, prepare for battle, and you had those three champions deployed, <laughs> you, you're basically going to win the game. Yeah. Right yeah. On that turn. <laughs> I mean, not, maybe not on that turn, but it's basically game over. Like that's just a crazy combo that, that you can yeah. set up right there. And that kind of illustrates the crazy stuff you can do with prepare for battle. Um, the potential, the floor is not great, but the, the ceiling is like off the charts. Mm -hmm. um, I do think you're right, guys. Like if you buy this card early, you're basically committing to playing a champion. You got to play champion heavy. Otherwise, you just wasted five gold on, on, on this card. If, if it, uh, but the if it's an expensive row that isn't like full of champions, I think it's still a good buy. If this is, it could still be card. good, yeah. But maybe, yeah. If there's no other better economy, maybe. But I even if there's one good high cost champion, or if you have a good champion already, this is going to be a good card for you, and it's going to do some work. I'm going to give it a little bit higher just because I like the hijinks you can do with it. Preparing champions is probably in my opinion, one of the strongest abilities in the game, because when you do it right, it just sets off fireworks that, you, that, are, that are pretty crazy. I'm going to give it a B plus, a little bit higher than you guys. So, all right, uh, who's up Who's up next here? Um, Chris, you're up next with the Minstrel. Hey, Mariglow the Minstrel. This is a five-cost champion. <clears throat> it's a five-guard. It will expend to give you four combat, and it factions to prepare another target champion. So Mariglow, she's really fun. If you are going that champion heavy strategy that we talked a little bit about, you know, between light the way, prepare for battle. Um, if you got some of those type of cards, Mariglow, the minstrel fits right in there and does an awesome job. If you're not looking to go the prepare champions route and have Imperials, um, if if you're not so worried about that, then you know she goes down a bit in value. I I think I want to go B here because she's a solid role player that has uh, some great potential. Any thoughts on that, guys? 
Mm. I mean, a five guard champion for five costs that does four damage. Um, it's it's solid. I think it's not amazing. And the fact that you can ally to prepare another champion, which is cool because uh, in, in that's one of the things we're going to see in this faction is that it, there's cards that let you prepare another champion. So you can't prepare this one, but if I have another champion, I can prepare it. So um, some of the shenanigans with all the champion preparing gets pretty crazy. And you can do, you can be, preparing and using champions two or three times in a turn. And when you can do that stuff, this card plays right into that sort of combo and it can be really good. Um, it's some pretty interesting art. I Sorry, the art's just so good on like, <laughs> almost all of these cards, but I love how the notes are flowing around and stuff. I was going to say, um, they, found, they found a way to have the music notes on there without it looking cheesy right right like it yeah looks, it looks good it looks like it's part of a magic spell or something it doesn't look silly right yeah and so uh yeah i think it's solid i don't think it's great but it's a good piece in that if i'm going to pre- i'm going champ heavy and i'm going to prepare and do some of those shenanigans it's, it's a really good tool in that in that tool set but if you're not going there it's kind of I'd rather buy other stuff for five cost, I think, or, or even some four costers and stuff. So, um, I think I give it a B minus. Okay. Chris, what did you give it? I went B, um, you know, it's, it's just like really a role player, you know? And if you're not looking for Mm -hmm. that role player, it's value goes down. And it's really good at what it does when you when you have it as a part of that like combo yeah. and everything. Super. But good. if you don't have here's that, my, it's not. Yeah. Here's my thing though. If most of the games I'm playing, I'm usually in Imperial a little bit, uh, and maybe that's just because again, I, like I said, I'm playing a lot of Wizard right now. And you tend to gravitate towards mm-hmm. Imperial anyway. But usually, I'm in Imperial anyway, and. Um, if you are, this card's awesome. Again, though, you need another champion out at the same time to make it work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's when it's set up and it happens, Mariglow is incredible. Yes. But it takes a while to get there. Yeah, I'm going to, you know, but just for that potential, though, I'm going to give it a B. I'll give Mariglow a mm-hmm. solid B, I think. I And I, I say in a lot of games that I've played, I, I don't know, I've, I've probably played a... 150 games or something with dungeons now at this point so like enough to kind of have at least some sort of feel i do buy this card a lot totally so 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 i'm not saying that it's like my b minus is not saying don't buy this card it's not any good i'm saying no this is a this is a decent card and in the right combination this is an amazing card but across all classes and in yeah. all situations, yeah, not yeah, it might even exactly. be close, slightly closer to B minus, but yeah, I'll, I'll stick with that. I'll I'll throw in all right, yeah. One last thought here about Mariglow the Minstrel. Um, obviously she's like a bard, and I think it's really cool that she's preparing another target champion, right? Because mm-hmm. like bards kind of are known for like buffing their party members, and in Imperial we see that's like this adventuring group. So uh, her role in the group is to do the the bard buffing and and prepare someone. So flavor win. (laughs) 
You, you see, for me, I, I, it's, I guess I started in like D and D before there was like actual bard class. So it was just a rogue <laughs> that could sing, right? So right. like the whole bumping <laughs> others wasn't so much the thing. Hey, how did uh, Matt end up with the next card, and Tim didn't get this one either? What's what's up with that? Yeah, and Matt's <laughs> the one that assigned the cards this time, and he gave me like the worst cards. Very sus. Okay. Wow. I still get a comment on you your guys' switch? cards. No, you're good. If you want to switch, good. you can do it. All right, because I actually like yours. I don't care. I like to be honest. This is my care. favorite faction of the of the dungeons of the dungeons. Yeah, I really love the Imperials, so I'm happy with anybody. But that said. This next card, the six cost action rune of resolve, may be my might be my favorite Ooh. card Ooh, in, yeah. in the whole faction. Wow! Uh, really? Well, actually, there's one more I like a little bit better. Okay. There's one more that I like. It's a close second, though. Okay. It's a close. Yeah. Uh, rune of resolve is a a six cost action that gives seven health and oh. gives seven damage. <laughs> and the kicker is, when uh-huh. you acquire it, you put it to the bottom of your deck. And that's and that's not all, games. Chris. <laughs> yeah, this can win you games. This can save you from death when uh-huh. you, you think you're almost assuredly going to die. Um, it's such a great thing. Now, the one question I have: we have a really cool character here touching some runes on the floor of a dungeon. I, I don't know who she is, though. I think like it's the Inquisitor. Inquisitor. Yeah, is it the Inquisitor? I think so. Dark hair and similar pauldrons on her. I'm I'm, I'm looking at it's a little different art style than some of the others. So it's a different artist that's doing that same character. You're right. Okay, so it is the Inquisitor. The this Inquisitor just looks a little more appealing to me than the (laughs) other one looked a little harsh and cold and off-putting. But this this one is is much more uh, appealing to me. Anyways, uh, this is an amazing card. Uh Uh, Not a lot of hijinks. I mean it. Aside from you know going to the bottom of your deck, uh, but just for the cost performance, just the fact that you can get it soon, hopefully after after you buy it and put it to use, makes this an incredible card. If you get this card, your chances of winning the game you're playing in probably have increased. Um, I'm going to give it a solid A mm-hmm. for me. What do you guys think? Yeah, I I would give this an A as well. I mean, a 14 damage swing in a, in a six cost card is huge. Uh, and the fact that you can put it on the bottom of your deck. So, like, mm, I, you don't get too much better than this card. There, there's other cards I would buy over this, but not very often. And so, like, at six costs, this is, this is a great card. Uh, I would give this a very solid high A. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. You know, I've set a strong precedent for needing some hijinks to bust out the a but rune of resolve has tested that resolve and i'm willing (laughs) to give up the a here um the inquisitor tested your resolve (laughs) something did but uh you know it it just it it performs so well on rate it's an awesome card um love the bottom decking so yeah willing to go a on rune of resolve very fun one yeah, that much more. I, I was surprised, awesome Matt, that you were willing to rank it as one of your favorite cards in the set. I mean, it is so powerful, but the high in this faction, I, I meant. Oh, oh, in, in, the in, in this faction, I meant. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's awesome. There's not a lot of hijinks, but actually, with the uh, bottom to deck ability, there is quite a few hijinks you can yeah, do with it. That's so fair. Awesome. That's fair. The, this is this is the card you pull hijinks on. Yeah. Right. You know. <laughs> 
Yes. That's where you bottom like, deck it and then you scry and do your wizardy stuff that you love yeah. to do. Or or you use your mirror on it. If, uh-huh. you can, if it's your uh-huh. already drawn out, you can put it on top and mirror it. <laughs> yeah. Flip into your, like, there's just so much fun stuff you can do. Anyway, uh, let's keep it moving, guys. We don't have to spend too much time talking about that because we know it's good. Um, next one is actually an interesting card, Tim. Yeah. So our next card is the six-cost champion, uh, Gabarius, comma, Pack Dragon. <laughs> um, it is a six-defense guard. Its expendability is five damage, and it allies to draw a card. Um, and I love the fact that this is a Pack Dragon, and the art has it like loaded like a mule. It's hilarious. Only it's a dragon, and that cracks me it's up. So awesome. Yeah, it is so cool. Um, I like this card. It's solid. The fact, like, I know, like we talked about a couple of the champions earlier, like Mariglow and Leandra. Some of those. It's another step. I mean, the cost goes up with these. The damage has been going up, so it's kind of consistent there. But and a six defense guard for five damage. Allies to draw. I think that's pretty solid. I think I give this a B plus. Yeah, I'm willing to go B plus as well there. Yep, uh, B plus I think is an appropriate grade from a f- flavor perspective. I also love that it's like the the a pack dragon. I, I just like don't even feel like I've ever even heard of that or seen it in any other like fantasy right. stuff before. And um, you know the idea that when you faction it, the dragon's like. Oh yeah, I got I got one of those. It's in that pack over there. Here, you can have it, and then you get to draw a card, right? Like that's how I imagine the the pack dragon mm-hmm. and the draw card kind of like fits together in my mind. Um, and I will say that like I feel like when I buy this card, I am factioning it a lot. You know, maybe it's just kind of because when you go imperial, you're kind of going all in, of course. But um, yeah, I've had uh, I've had good luck with this card. Also, I think you can't underestimate the ability to draw a card in this set. Obviously, mm-hmm. drawing a card is always good, but there's enough like top decking and bottom decking stuff going on that that drawing a card is good. Um, what'd you go, Tim? B plus? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, and I think that's where I land as well. It's a solid rate that you might consider buying it, even if you uh, weren't in Imperial, and if you are, it just you know kind of goes up from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well put, guys. Um, I will say that there has been a spoiler leak for the next kick- Kickstarter where we have the Apprentice uh, Dragon. It's called um, Snack Dragon. They're really small and they can only carry snacks with them. But, uh, that's that's in the lineup. For- that that's Snack Force, the Snap Dragon. <laughs> um, the Pack Dragon is packing though. The artwork is awesome. You can see like it's carrying bow, a bow and an axe and big bags and swords and like it's got all yeah. sorts of stuff. And he looks awesome. And Gabarius, what a cool name. Um. If this had been in the base set, I think it's like an A or A minus card. To be honest, like it's this would blow so many other yeah. uh, champions out of the water in the core set. In dungeons where the, the power curve is a little bit higher, it's not that good, but it's close. Like, and as I said, I'm usually into imperial anyway if I can, just because I really highly value that that faction in general. And that means this card is excellent um, if you can if you're in imperial. 
I'm still going to shy away from giving get, jumping up into the A minus territory. I'll give it a high B plus though. Like it's a really, really good card. Even across different classes, you can probably find situations where you want to buy this card if you can. It's the six guard is really helpful. The five damage is huge. And if you can draw from it, it's like, holy cow, this is one of this is a crazy good card. Yeah. So high B plus borderline A minus, but not quite there. Okay. And I think that brings us to our next card. It is a seven cost champion, Roland the Sun's Blade. And boy, is it is a provocatively held blade gentlemen. <laughs> <a> big, <laughs> like <laughs> big penis sword yeah like oh you said it he said it like the Schwartz, yeah, baseballs like, just uh, watch Spaceballs, guys if you haven't seen it yeah um i that's <laughs> like my only criticism of this card like oh she was holding it off to the side or something like just didn't have to be and, he, and he's like leaning back a little bit <laughs> yeah, too i like, think it, that's it, what it, really does it like if you were standing up and holding it like sport. that he's just like <laughs> he is yeah. about to participate yeah. in a sword fight it looks like doesn't yeah. so yeah. you know lulls aside it's it's good artwork and i don't see them like scrapping the piece so i think it's just this is just going to be the joke forever that we have to deal with uh rolling the sun's blade holding a sword like that but i love the name uh love the card overall let's go ahead and read what it does so seven cost champion when you expend it you get four combat four health and prepare another target champion it is a six defense non-guard so it's able to hide hide behind your guards if you need to again as we can see here um this combo is great with so many things in the set uh, or so many things in the color that is because you know expending it lets you prepare another target champion and then if you have a way to to prepare roland then you like mariglow yes exactly then you get to um you know combo off or prepare for battle yeah so if you have roland and mariglow it's 20 damage straight up I pulled that combo off and I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yep. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. It's a two card combo for 20 damage. And oh, by the way, you're healing for eight and you have yeah. 11 defense worth of champions. Again, that's just yeah. two cards. So um, Roland is, is awesome. He can really swing the game. It's, you know, the, that's something that I thought about A's that I haven't uh, like totally expressed yet, which is that like for my cards that are in the A level, I want them to be able to swing the game in my favor. I want to take a game that I felt like I was not winning and an A has to be able to turn the tide of that for me. And um, I think Roland can do that for you in a lot of places, not everywhere because um, Mm -hmm. you have to have some other things set up for him to be able to pull you back into a game. And so for that reason, I'm going to go a minus on Roland, the sun's blade. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm going to agree with you. He is awesome. Part of me wants to give him an a, but he needs some setup and he needs some help to really shine. And if he's just out there by himself, he's actually underwhelming, pretty vulnerable and not, and not that good for seven yet. But if you can get him behind a guard, Holy cannolis. He is just like, he's almost invincible once you get behind guards and you can just keep popping people off and keeping your opponent's own champions out of the picture. And, and if you have, um, 
abilities that let you discard. What, what if you have Dead Mother out? What, what Dead Mother Morga. Morga, or I forget her name. Morga, thank you. Yeah, if you can, like, if, if you can, it, I mean, Roland or any other prepare champion abilities with Den Mother Morga, it's just like good god, and uh-huh. she's she's a guard too, so she can protect Roland. Yeah, just so many crazy combos. You know what? I'm gonna just just because. Just because I like him and I like his sword fighting stance, I'm gonna give him a straight up A. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna overpay. I'm gonna overgrade him. So, and uh, give him an A for effort here. So so this is a card that I, I definitely have bought sometimes and it's fell a little flat when you don't have like you guys have said, when you don't have those other champions. But still, four damage and four healing is pretty solid. And six defense, like it takes a lit like this is something you can buy early game without any other champions, and I'm not necessarily regretting that unless I don't buy any more for the rest of the game. The rest of the game. And then I'm kind of like, uh. But even then, it's not horrible. Um, I'm not like re- it's not like there's some cards that like in the six or seven cost range where if you buy and you don't get the right stuff to go with it, that it's just kind of oh, that was such a waste. And this it, it's not as complete of a waste, I guess, because that four damage and four healing is really solid. So um, I'm debating between an A and an A minus, and I think I'm going to give it an A minus just because, like, to get a real solid A, I'd want it to be good, like, all the time, no matter what. And it's not quite there, but it's almost there. So I'd say... Yeah. I. Yeah. On the high end of A minus is where I'd put it. Yeah, I, I did too. I just gave him the little extra mm-hmm. push to A for the. Uh, it, the artwork <laughs> makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> yep. Great stuff. All right, uh, let's keep them rolling here, guys. This now uh, is my favorite card of the faction. Uh huh. Minstrel's Melody. It's a seven cost action that is just insane balls. Um, it gives you three gold, four damage, and five healing, and it draws a card. This is like um, like Ultra Command, or like Super Saiyan Command, is. basically. Um, but yeah. you can also... But wait, as Tim says, there's more. <laughs> you can scrap this to prepare all of your champions out. Now, you're probably not going to do this unless it's going to be the last thing you do. That's your killing game. blow. And yeah. I have done it. And I have done it, and it's a glorious way to overkill your opponents. Uh, but even without, even if that ability was not on this card, it's still uh-uh. an awesome seven cost card. With that extra ability on top of it, though, I mean, it's like bordering on. It was already an A, and it's like pushing closer. I'm, I, it's I'm almost broken at that point. Yeah, it's almost broken. It's a solid A. It's like a, it's push. It's like a ninety-eight or ninety-nine for me. Yeah, it doesn't quite get the A plus, but it's super close. And if you can use that prepare all champions ability well, it's, it's just like one of the strongest cards in the game. It's incredible. I love it. The artwork isn't great. It's not bad, I think but it's, it's cool. just kind of like an uninspired. Yeah, it's okay, but it's like the minstrel is just standing there, straight legged. Um, I I think it's I think it's. I just think it's interesting the way the Leandra and Lumina like frame the minstrel there, like their legs yeah. and they're kind of going out towards the bottom and then their weapons are going back in. And it's almost just framing it. 
Yeah, you're right. And I guess the cool. minstrel, it, that's what she, she does. She plays music and inspires the other heroes to fight better or whatever, right? So, and I guess that's what's happened. So I, it's all right. But what It's I, not horrible, but it's not as, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It looks kind of like a straight on portrait. I, I would have liked kind of more act, yeah. a little more action, a little more perspective. Anyway, uh, it my, still doesn't change my grade, but. My quick artistic critique is that like on the minstrel card itself, they did such a good job of portraying that music as magic. This is an incredibly potent spell, mm-hmm. and there's nothing really showing me that the minstrel is yeah. is casting a powerful spell here. So you might as well be <laughs> like strumming smells like teen spirit well, or whatever. Like <laughs> the minstrel's <laughs> boots have changed color from other cards too. Oh, maybe she upgraded them in the dungeon. She yeah, found some maybe, fancy boots. Maybe. Um, um, yeah. yeah, but, uh, you said you gave that a really high A, right, Matt? I'm going to agree with you there. Uh, this is, I mean, my favorite card in the base set is command and this is command like on steroids. Granted, it costs two more, but it does everything. And then that sacrifice ability, like just puts it from like, this is a solid, great card that you're always going to want to buy to like in the right situation. It's almost it, it's different than like uh, 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 I'm completely blanking the blue five coster deception that lets you. Yeah, it's it, it's it's it can it could be more broken than deception. In yeah. the in the right, if you have mm-hmm. seven champions out and you prepare all of them. You can, your opponent could have been at at, at eighty five health and they're dead. <laughs> like it's just insane how good this could be. Um, uh, I want to give this an A plus. I think it's that good. <laughs> I, I, awesome. I, it might be our first official A plus. I don't. I don't know when I'm not going to buy this card. If I have seven gold, I'm going to buy this over. I think anything. Well, let's um so I'll I'll jump in. I you know only four damage, guys. Let's talk about that for a second. It's only four damage. <laughs> right? Like we we saw what our our economy can buy with regard to damage. Um okay, so obviously I'm gonna give the card an A and it's insane. But I just, just want to throw that out there, you know. It's not a ton hey, Chris, of damage. Chris <laughs> three gold, four damage, five healing, and drawing a card. Yeah, yeah, it's only four damage, but you're drawing cards that give you more damage with it that you wouldn't get otherwise. Right. And and when I talk about like a card that can like swing the game in your favor, Minstrel's Melody is, is totally it. And, you know, um, I said when we reviewed Wild that some of the craziest turns I've taken were with uh, Full Moon's Howl, the one that lets you like draw mm-hmm. cards. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. This has been the other card where like some of the craziest mm-hmm. turns you'll take in the game are thanks to Minstrel's Melody because, you know, you get to that late game spot and it's not just that, like, the Prepare All Your Champions lets you, like, Alpha Strike. It, it gets you so much more reach for you to be able to Alpha yeah. Strike from a position that you would not have been able to. Yeah. You know, so um, it's really good. It, it's not to be underestimated. I, I would give it an A for sure. In spite of only giving you four damage. <laughs> It's great. And the title is awesome. Minstrel's Melody. 
And the fact that they gave a seven cost awesome card to the minstrel like this is pretty sweet, I think. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Just overall awesome design. Straight up awesome card. Alrighty. So this is going to bring us to our last card, which is an eight cost champion. It is a six defense non-guard. And for the expendability, you get two gold, three healing, and you get to draw a card. And then you can faction it to draw a card. Um, I do want to point out, I, I really like this artwork. I said that on a lot of stuff, but there's something about like her staff and the way she's doing the magic off of it that is super cool. Um, and I think the name Lumina Greylocks is really cool. So uh, I probably like this card more than it's actually good. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing that that I think if you're if you're in Imperial, you're drawing two cards with this, you know, a lot of times. So um that makes it a lot better. And, a, three, and with if a, you can stand her, if you can prepare her. That's what I was more. gonna say. And then you get you're preparing, and I've done that a number of times when I she can really when you're preparing champs and you're factioning, this card gets really, really good. If you're not doing that, it's really not that great for an eight coster. So I would probably give this a high B, I think, with with the with the caveat that there's a potential that this card is amazingly good, but that you have to combo it for it to be amazingly good. And if you can't do those combos, it's really kind of meh. So I'm going to put it in the middle like a high B. Maybe, you know what, a B-plus is probably what I'd give it. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Well, so I just did a quick scroll through Imperial, and I think this is definitely the best artwork of all the Imperial cards. So I'm with you 100% mm. on that, Tim. There is something really cool about the just even, like, the oh, color yeah. palette they used, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, just really just nice. Cool. Uh, you talked about how yeah. it... Uh, you know, really ramps together nicely in the Imperial strategy. And I think even though the expendability, when you're drawing a card, you become that much mm-hmm. more likely to be able to hit another Imperial card yep. to be able to get that faction to go off. And then, you know, you're really doing the thing. So like, while we say that you have to be kind of um, invested in the Imperial strategy for her to work, she has some things built in to like, kind of help that work out for you. So um all that said, I, I'm going to land on B plus as well here, just because I think um, mm. it's it's a strong card. Matt, are you a little lower, or Tim, you had something you want to chime in with? I just want to I just want to chime in that of the eight cost champions, I think she's better than the other ones we've seen. Ungra, I I like her better than mm. Ungra probably because I've been I've, I felt that like they, definitely better. I think the eight cost champions are kind of not that amazing i feel like this is at least like pretty decent she actually reminds me a lot of oberon because you know they're both letting you draw a card straight up and they faction to draw a card so she's pretty yeah pretty similar yeah i guess it's pretty similar there yeah yeah uh, i think oberon's a little bit better but um i see and i'm i'm a surprise that I, a, I agree with the artwork aspect. It's one of the best artworks uh, in, in definitely in the faction. I still think I like um, Rune of Resolve 
a little bit better. I also really yeah, like buy uh, that Light the Way. Light the Way is is also really good artwork. I, I love the perspective and Roland using his sword to light the path. But anyway, this is up there for sure. This is really good artwork. Uh, the abilities, though, for eight cost, again, w- if you faction with her, she's incredible. And if you can build around her and uh, have other yeah. Imperial champions, she's incredible. If you don't do that, she's not very good. I'd rather buy... I think I'd almost rather buy Gabarius and use my skill than than buy Lumina if if I didn't have any other uh, Imperials. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go a little bit lower just to be contrarian to you guys and give her a B minus, like high B minus, borderline B. But that's probably just for the cost performance. She's a good card, but for eight cost, uh, not not great. I, I'm yeah. knocking her down a little bit for the cost performance. So. And, 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 All right, and, I, I think. And just for perspective, since we brought up the eight cost champions, and you were talking about Oberon, both draw a card, both faction to draw a card. Do you do you think two healing or three healing and two gold is worse than a discard? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. It, because if you're if Auburn, if you're playing Auburn, you're you're in discard, and once you're yeah. in discard and you have Auburn, he's like insane. He's just he yeah. But you need multi. Because. I mean, j- in a vacuum, looking at those two cards. Well, okay. Let me put it this way: in their best scenarios, I think Auburn can okay. close out games better than Lumina can. Hmm. Okay. And although Lumina is not to be, I'm not saying she's not because if you're drawing two or three cards with her, it's also insane. But yeah. I just think uh, I'd put her a little bit lower than Auburn, okay personally. I think I'm the opposite. I think I would put her a little higher, but they both have their situations. So I just wanted to, since yeah. that came up, talk about They're it. Good. Yeah. It's tricky. And here's the other thing too, like the eight cost, I th- I still think I'm a little bit in the corset mentality where uh-huh. eight cost has to be like incredible. And in dungeons, it's not really so. They're more, the cost is not really so much like their uh, performance, but when in the game you're going to buy them. This is more like a mid to late game buy yeah. that you're going to use to try to, close out the game so you know it, i need to kind of get out of the mentality of she's probably closer to a b to be honest yeah. but i'll, I'll and, stick with and, my original b and i'm probably not going to buy this card if i'm not i'm not if i'm not in imperial i'm not really looking to buy this card yeah. but if i'm in imperial and i've got to prepare a champion and some other stuff to faction it like i'm gonna buy this card it's so good yeah so good. all right guys well we've made it through the imperials here let's do a quick like overview, looking back in Imperial here, what do what do we think about the the faction in general? As I said before, this is my favorite faction of the set. I love the economy. I love the healing. Mostly, though, I love all the hijinks you can do, especially with the uh, preparing champions. The, also, the damage potential is crazy. Like you can get some, you can do some really high damage with Imperial, uh, which is a little bit of a departure from. The corset. So, uh, this is my favorite faction of the dungeons. I, I, I really love it. What do you guys think? I think, in comparison, the corset had a decent amount of damage. Yeah, and and I think this this does too. But you can do so much more combo action with this than you could in the corset, and I think that's what makes it feel so good. I really, I really like Imperial in this set because, like you said. 
all I need is Roland and Mariglo, and I'm doing 20 damage in a turn. <laughs> like, oh man. And and I know Matt, you've talked about like you've done hundred plus damages. You've had multiple games yeah, multiple times in a turn. Yeah. And and I've had multiple where I've had 80 plus damage in a turn. I don't know that I've had a whole lot over a hundred if I've reached that mark or not, but um man, this is a lot. If you like doing the all those combos and thinking through your turn and doing that stuff, this faction is phenomenal for it. And it's a lot of fun. And it's the one that's got the healing to keep you alive to do all of that stuff too. And so it's just, I really like the Imperial card. They, they, they're, I think this is my favorite faction in the set. I would have to agree with you. And even when I'm not playing Wizard, I, I still feel that way. <laughs> yeah, me too, yeah, yeah. Especially with Wizard. But yeah. Too. Chris, what are your thoughts overall? What do you think? I mean, you, yeah, you guys um, make a lot of great points about Imperial. I'm going to have to wait maybe until we do our Necros review to see what my actual favorite faction is for the set. But this one's got to be up there. Um, well, I guess the one thing that I can contribute, uh, to the, the wrap up, uh, with Imperial here is a bit of a teaser for next week, which is to say that I've found that it can, uh, combine somewhat nicely with Necros. Necros has some good ways of getting your champions to the top of your deck. And, you know, since we can have a champion heavy strategy with Imperial, um, we can get them to the top and there's a lot of ways to draw. So I've found that they can kind of go nicely together. So I've been uh, definitely enjoying it. Nice. Yeah. And I, I just want to say too, just to cap it off that you can do other hijinks and other factions too. guild. Obviously oh, yeah. has a lot of uh, taken from your discard and putting it in top decking and stuff. Necros also has some crazy stuff that you can do. Uh, Wild also has some stuff with drawing and discarding, but I mean, this is really the, the jackpot in terms mm-hmm. of uh, all sorts of hijinks that you can do. So yeah, I really love it. You're going to have so much fun playing with this guy. It's really, really enjoy it. And again, some of the stuff might change uh, in terms of power levels and balancing and other stuff, but uh, the core mechanics and dynamics are, are going to stay like this. And I'm really happy to see it. It's a lot of fun to play. This is one of the reasons why I'm enjoying uh, Dungeon so much is because of the Imperial faction. All right, guys. Um, if we have exhausted all of our thoughts about this uh, topic for today, I think we can just wrap it up here. Thanks, everybody, for joining us on this two-part extravaganza for episode 21. Um, Tim, you have any final thoughts for our listeners? Um, I just want to say thanks again to all of our patrons. Uh, we appreciate the support. Uh, we've been pumping out a few more episodes here recently because of the new cards and all of that so we've got one more uh, episode left with that and then we will be taking a uh, short break for the holidays and stuff and and then we'll get back in the swing of things next year awesome yeah and i am double dubs signing off for the evening Hopefully uh, you all can come and hang out on my stream when we play with all these fantastic new cards. Twitch.tv slash Double Dubs Wednesday evenings at 8.30 p.m. Central. Hope to catch you there. All right, everybody. That wraps up episode 21, part two. Take it easy. And as Tim said, we will be back shortly with the final 
preview episode of the Dungeons Necros cards. So look forward to that. Uh, we'll also be rejoined. We'll also have the triumphant return of legend Sam Scrap Forest Parsons. So stay tuned for one more final episode of Sparks and Rec for the uh, and before the new year. Okay. Thanks again, everybody. Catch you next time. Made it to the end of the show. Congratulations. You're a nerd. Tune into the next episode of Sparks and Recreation for more on community events, meta analysis, and everything Hero Realms.